This week's episode is brought to you by Free Speech TV. On television, radio, and the internet, Free Speech TV inspires viewers to become civically engaged to build a more just, equitable, and sustainable society. For more information, visit freespeech.org. That's freespeech.org. My name is Peter from Boulder, Colorado, and my uh, nomination for A-Hole of the Year is the sports press. Uh, specifically those people reporting on Tim Tebow and making, how do I say this nicely, making a lot out of nothing. The poor guy can't play quarterback, and the Denver Broncos defense deserves the credit. Hates me with its sunny afternoons. Hello and welcome to the Denver Diatribe, a weekly podcast of news, culture, and stuff as it pertains to Denver, Colorado, the rudest city between your lower intestine and the toilet. I'm Jared Jacang Mayor, and I'm here with my co-host Ron Doyle. Hey Ron. Hey, good morning. So uh, today is a very special end of the year show where we are going to be uh, playing a bunch of clips of audience members, listeners of their loves and hates from uh, either ones that we've gotten through our voicemail or from some of our live events. And we're also going to be naming our 2011 Asshole of the Year. Asshole of the Year, here it comes. And so, and so the Asshole of the Year is a, uh, a category that we've come up with to name the person, group, or organization who has had the most asshole-ish impact on Denver and Colorado through their douchey actions. And we had a very, very large list because apparently there are lots of assholes in Denver. Yeah, we had we had over 15 nominees, and then we had a couple write-ins from folks. We, we took polls from you. We gathered names from ourselves as well. And uh, it's, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, all the way from Tim Tebow to... Uh, to Ryan Warner, actually. So. Yeah, so, so how, sh- how should we do this, Ron? Should let's, we uh, run through s- who are all actually in the asshole uh, nominations? Let, let's or? quickly run through the nominations and just uh, very quickly hit on why we thought they were qualified as asshole of the year. So so we've got Tim Tebow. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, what, what to say? I, well, I don't know. He was nominated and he got a lot of votes. So uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I think he, it's just the way he... I, I think the thing that people are offended by with Tim Tebow is how he forces his religion on other people, as well as people get offended by people who are just so perfect. Well, it's, it's <laughs> the same reason why Homer Simpson hates Ned Flanders. It, you, that captures that relationship is uh, he captures is Flanders. It okay, Good. so Pat, Tim Tebow, Pat Sullivan, uh, former Arapahoe County Sheriff, uh, who traded meth for sex or allegedly traded meth for sex. Uh, Tom Martino, the local media personality, the troubleshooter. The, the troubleshooter um, for a variety of obvious reasons. Most namely uh, declaring bankruptcy and then uh, doing a number of legal trickery to try to still shore up his, his good name as the Colorado's consumer a- advocate. The financial shell game that's going on. And, and then uh, Corey Donahue, the Occupy Denver protester that was recently on the cover of Westward, the self-declared loudmouth uh, who's who arguably is doing more damage to the movement than he is uh, benefit. Yeah, he's been doing a bunch of things where he's showing up at uh, public meetings and making a spectacle of himself and uh, just uh, just doing a lot of immature 
douchey actions and, in, in the name of protesting. Scott Gessler, can you explain Scott Gessler? Scott Gessler, Colorado Secretary of State, was elected last year. This is his first full ter- uh, year in office and has just had an extraordinary run of controversy uh, from things ranging from uh, filing lawsuits over allegedly uh, trying to get inactive voters off the books to pissing off uh, state uh, legislators about filing uh, deadlines, campaign finance report filing deadlines. But uh, Trying to suppress democracy, <laughs> if you really want to go there. Okay, and now we've got Carol Chambers, uh, District Attorney for the 18th Judicial District of Colorado, Arapahoe County, uh, Arapahoe County, uh, and a couple other counties. And she's she's actually she she offered cash for convictions this year to her her assistant DAs, as well as she likes to throw out the death penalty as an option, like it's a parking ticket. So uh, she's she's definitely on the list. Uh, the Denver Police, as a large group, following in the Time Magazine trend of. Let's name a big, large group <laughs> as our individual. Uh, so, there's, so there's lots of maybe personal reasons why people might want to nominate the Denver police, uh, either interactions that you've had with them, but just their uh, all the police cases brutality, of police brutality. Yeah, the Occupy Denver movement and all that sort of stuff. There's Doug Lamborn, U.S. Representative for Colorado 5th Congressional District. And what did Doug Lamborn do? I don't know. He got nominated. I'm not really <laughs> sure. <laughs> Look that up. <laughs> Fortunately, you didn't get a lot of votes, folks. Okay, Doug, you're off the hook. Congratulations. Ryan Warner was a write-in. Mike Zollner, CEO of Red Peak Properties. We don't really know why. We didn't get an explanation. Even the gigantic anus of the the blue Mustang was on the nominee list. They're, they're out at DIA, the uh, El Diablo. El Diablo. Di- DIA Ablo. DIA Ablo was all there. But, uh, I mean, okay, let's. So there's there's the field of, of candidates. This uh, is going to be tough, Ron. It's going to be really difficult. How do we choose the uh, asshole? I mean, I don't know. Let, let's let's put the assholes on hold for a minute and talk about love and hate. Uh, this was Denver Diatribe's first full calendar year as a show. Very exciting. We, we toyed with all sorts of technological upgrades, changed microphones, that sort of thing. We added new hosts. Uh, we moved our studio space again and again. We're now in this great space here at Five Points Media Center. And we had so many different topics with lots of really interesting guests. That sometimes we didn't really feel, I don't know about you, but I, I'm new. So I felt like we're just all over the place. I couldn't get myself grounded. The one thing that kept us grounded was our signature love and hate section, um, which has really become one of my favorite parts of the show, where we sort of let loose and talk about whatever was on our minds on that particular week. God damn it. Tattered cover bookstores, you gotta have some titles on your shelves. Seriously. I think I'm gonna hate this week. I'm gonna hate on Chilada. Uh, the Budweiser and Clamato I've been drinking all this podcast because it's making me feel kind of gross. So I actually have a love, and it's for a new business that I just drove by that opened up on Federal Boulevard, and it's a drive-up coffee place called Espresso and oh, bikini. Guys. Oh, you love that? And I'm loving <laughs> oh, on it. Be- oh, I'm loving on it because it's a reaffirmation for me of the pathetic reptilian <laughs> brains that every single male possesses. Why do you need to have women serving you coffee? What really annoys me, though, and what I hate is how there aren't ashtrays. And it's as if when you're at like a restaurant and you go outside to smoke, or out, right outside my apartment complex, you're in complete denial that people still do smoke. 
So you don't have ashtrays available thinking it's going to discourage smoking somehow. When it doesn't discourage smoking, it encourages people putting cigarette butts out on the ground. My love is riding the bus. I don't get to do it very often because I work at home now, but I love, love, love riding the bus. I got to ride the 43 this morning and listen to a woman talking about how Passover made her an alcoholic. Uh, you just don't get that anywhere else. I love that. And then my hate, very quick, button fly pants and public urinal. It's just a big mess. I hate it. And I'm going to do a one love and one hate wow. as well. I'm going to give some love to bolder voters for um, voting in favor of um, exploring municipalization and getting rid of Excel Energy. And I'm going to, as well as voting for the uh, corporate personhood amendment, which is a vote against Citizens United. And I'm going to give some hate to Fort Collins, my former hometown, for banning uh, medical marijuana dispensaries. Shame on you, Fort Collins. In October, we had our very first live event, the Love and Hate Fest, to celebrate our 50th episode. And, and very cool event. It there. was a very cool event at Forest Room 5. Uh, after after some pretty lively showdown panels, and by this time the audience had gotten pretty uh, pretty lubricated at this point. Right, they right. They the... they were doing a good job of taking care of themselves. Uh, there was a bar uh, available, and and so so then we set up a we we opened up the floor to our listeners and let them share their loves and hates and and sometimes their hateful love of of Denver. Hi, I'm Marisol Medina, and the first thing that I love about Denver is the fact that nobody within probably about five miles has my name, so I'm really exotic here. That's really exciting. Um, <laughs> and number two, it's so pretty. I'm from out of town, so this is so beautiful, and you guys don't even know how pretty it is. And, um, and when I came out here, one of the things that I totally love is that there are no calories shown at fast food places. So I love that I can eat some of the worst food ever and not feel bad about it out here. So thank you, Denver. Um, also, I saw a few boobs on a stick out here, and they were cross-eyed. So I love that even your Botoxed women are really down to earth. I love that there are no sidewalks. So when I'm running, you know, I can play who's tougher, runner or car. Um, and then I love also, then I asked, where should I run? And I was told, oh, you can just run through the elementary school to get to the trail. So I love that I can run through elementary schools out here in Denver and not be considered a pervert. It's lovely. Um, uh, I'll let all my perverted friends know. Uh, let's see. <laughs> and then the best part that you guys don't realize about living out here in Denver is the fact that no one outside of Denver knows it's cool. Therefore, you know you're cool. Thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you. That set a new record for the undermining love. The, the love that's a non-love. I, I love those. That was a really fun event. By, by that time of the night, my voice, as I could tell, was getting pretty, pretty raw. But we actually, <laughs> uh, uh, the really cool thing, though, speaking of live events, is that we actually have a uh, we've scheduled a new live event. Yes. Josh was working hard this week. He set up a uh, a live event. We're going to be doing it with the Onion AV the Club. Onion AV Club. And the Denver Film Society. Denver Film Society at their, their great uh, venue down on Colfax. February 28th, I think. 29th. 29th. We're, we're on Wednesday, February 29th, uh, leap year. Okay, so we're, we're, we're currently scheduling that out. We'll have a lot more details, and um, we'll be looking probably to suggestions from you guys about what it is that you'd like to hear, what type of panels, and um, you know how we can structure that thing. But we're really excited about that. Um, 
And uh, the other cool thing, Ron, was how you, uh, Mr. Tech Guy, set up our Google Voice uh, voicemail so right, that right. listeners could call in and leave their love and hates. And one of the first ones was from uh, a local uh, female who wanted to leave a love, or I guess a hate, having to do with Occupy Denver. Hey, Diatribe. How's it going? I actually don't care how it's going because this is a voicemail and I really don't expect you guys to answer that. And I'm really just nervous right now. Um, anyways, I have an Occupy-related official hate for you guys, and that is this trend on Facebook of business owners, small business owners, using the protest for their own marketing purposes. Why would businesses use two things, and that's natural disasters and political movements, for their own marketing campaigns? I really, really hate that because I think businesses should just state their ideals and if consumers relate to it, then they'll stop there. So that's what I had to say. This was terribly frightening and nerve-wracking, but thanks for listening. Bye. In, in other very exciting, I don't know if it's technological, but we, we took out a poll. We finally ditched our original theme song. Oh, yeah. Oh, I miss it. <laughs> I, that's maybe the last time you ever hear that. Uh, but, yeah, we, fin- we finally ditched the theme song, Colorado Girls. We asked for all of you to help finding a new one. Finally settled on Oak Queen City by the local band Houses. I, it, I didn't really like it very much. I was still a listener at that point, and I, didn't, I was like, eh, it's a little sleepy. But, you know, I've listened to the song. I've listened to the Houses' entire EP, and it's really grown, grown on me. But not everybody really shared that sentiment. Uh, my hate, however, is your theme song hate, hate, hate it. Uh, I would uh, be perfectly happy if you brought back the Colorado Girls. I know that uh, that wasn't a popular one for a variety of reasons. Almost anything else would be better. Oh, my God, you have to get rid of that theme song. Um, And that's it. So there you go. Keep up the good work. Get rid of the theme song. You guys are great. Thanks. Yeah, I, I will admit that the uh, the new theme song, Oh Queen City, is, is a little bit more sleepy than the very poppy and bubblegummy Colorado it's, Girls. It's it's a slower wind-up. But, but I just, it, we settled on it because it just, uh, you know, there's so much great Colorado lyrics in there. The, even the name of the <coughs> song, Oh Queen City, is a, you know, reference back to Colorado history when uh, Colorado uh, was dubbed the Queen City of the Plains, so... so. Anyway, for you know, for today's episode, we also prodded folks uh, for a few of their end of the year loves and hates. Some came from me uh, and and other hosts uh, talking to folks, starting conversations on Twitter and Facebook, and then those those people called in. Hi, diatribe. I absolutely hate Ryan Warner, the host of Colorado Matters on Colorado Public Radio. I think he has a stupid voice. And he glues a smile to his face that you can just hear over the radio. <laughs> and he's so perky. And he's the worst interviewer I have ever heard, ever, anywhere. And that includes Fox News. He makes the most boring stories that are already 95% of Colorado Public Radio's content even more boring. So with that, he's also my nomination for Asshole of the Year. Thanks so much. Bye. There you go. And then, yeah, one more. Hey guys, this is Jason, or uh, you can find me on Twitter at J in Denver. I wanted to thank you guys for the great podcast and leave you a little love hate. Well, I guess uh, mostly just hate. And while I've got a, love, a lot of love for our fair city, I guess more like a carnival city, really, but with all the abundance of carny folk, 
My hate is directed solely at the unbelievable dearth of snowplowing capability. While I understand that to some extent it's because of economies of scale, I come from a land where we get ten times as much snow and residential and main roads are cleared with haste. Now, the amount of snow is precisely why Denver doesn't plow well. It snows ten times a year. So it doesn't make sense to have a fleet of plows that could competently clear the streets and highways. It makes sense to have just enough plows to keep soccer moms from going to SUVs in high-risk areas. But it's still a pain to push my Mazda through eight inches of frozen dragon splooge a week after the storm has decided we're boring and it wants to see someone else. Just once, it would be nice to get more white powder than a Columbia mansion and have it moved elegantly out of the way into orderly piles for me to drive to work. But I guess it could be worse. I could live in Texas. That that originally started as a conversation on on Twitter. I, I asked Jason to uh, call in and leave a voice. Frozen dragon splooge. Frozen dragon splooge and more white powder than a Colombian. What was that again? Very poetic. <laughs> Very nice. You know, before that happened, though, you know, before we actually got these la- last-minute voicemails, you and I, were we were kind of panicking. Yeah. No, we were out there hitting the streets. So we were out hitting the streets. I, I actually— Shoe uh, leather journalism. <laughs> Man on the street reporting. I was, I was shoving my phone in people's faces and making them record things. So uh, some of these messages that we got from folks it came from my friends. We were at Williams and Graham, that new speakeasy in Lohi. No, this is based on me and my pet peeves, but— Denver, the metro area, has a very left-lane mentality. Everybody drives in the left lane for no good reason. People drive in the left lane talking on their cell phones. People drive in the left lane going the speed limit or under the speed limit when people behind them are wanting to go faster. Yeah, le- left lane losers. Inappropriately. Left la- yeah, left lane losers. People driving inappropriately in the left lane. So that was that was early in the night. And then later in the night, I was, I was the designated driver. After everybody else had had plenty of Benedictine and dark and stormies and all sorts of bizarre <laughs> old-fashioned prohibition style drinks i i uh, i then forced them to record things as a condition of me driving them home i don't know what the thing i hate okay the thing I... um okay so sports authority field for the reels i mean i know everybody's gonna call it mile high but sports authority field seriously seriously is that what you hate about 2011 in denver I, that was spur of the moment i can't think of anything else right now it's okay what i like yeah what do you what do you love what would you love on in denver what i love I'm, on I'm in denver the restaurant scene in denver i'm loving how it's helpful. totally restaurant and transportation is getting so much easier so much mm. better Good call. so much better you know what i love about denver what do you love about denver i love the fact i love the fact that all these microbreweries and craft distilleries and oh, crap like yeah, that yeah, are yeah. springing up everywhere. But, but, it works because the people here in Denver are always looking for something new. It's not necessarily that element that is happening. It's, it's more so the uh, demographic that is embracing it. Yeah, and you know what I'm realizing, especially listening to all of these hates, is uh, how much in common, like someone will say something that they hate and you say, I hate that exact same thing. I mean, Colorado and Denver, hate is really the glue that holds <laughs> us together, I think. And so the other night, I showed up late to an engagement party for two of my friends and uh, was there and was just slinging my phone, slapping it in people's faces, getting them to leave a bunch of love and hate. So I, haven't, I don't even know what people were leaving. I want, I'm excited to hear. <laughs> you got some great ones, so let's, let's, hear to, let's listen to them. Hey, what's up? It's Evan Lockhart Borman, a.k.a. Evan Borman, uh, just giving out my, uh, I guess, hate for the year. Mostly love most of the time, but what's up with Denver plowing? I like to ride my bike around town, but snow? No? No nope. 
plow, no bikes, what's the deal? Here we are a week later. We're going to let the sun, the Colorado sun, make it happen? Mostly love. Holler. Hi, uh, my name is Derek Ballmer. I live in Denver, and my hate of the year is the lack of creativity or branding with all the dispensaries around town. Why does every single dispensary have to have a logo that consists of Molly Cruz, Dr. Feelgood, album artwork, and a green cross, and something, something, wellness, cush, dick face? That's, that is all. Thank you. Hey, listen. My name is Bloss Banner, and I'm absolutely furious about the fact that we can't find any late-night food eateries that are, like, multicultural of any sort in this city. It's all diner food. Give me some. Give me some good food. My name is Nate Sanders, and I've been living in San Francisco for the past three years, but I love it coming back to Denver and seeing the sunset. Nothing beats a Denver mile-high sunset. I think that's about all the clips we have for now. I mean, there were a couple others, but they were shoddy uh, recording. Yeah, and, and of course, people can still leave uh, loves and hates on our voicemail. Right, at, 720-282-YELL. That's 720-282-9355. Give us a call and leave us a message. We'll, love, we'll play them on the air. Okay, asshole of the year, 2011. Uh, all, right. The, all right, so we have, we have a mic. Minor problem here, uh, due to the, due to this obnoxious thing called democracy, um, we opened up the field to nominees, <laughs> and and we had a, a gentleman by the name of Justin Lassell, a designer at Matter. Um, Rick Griffith, his, his boss is Rick Griffith, uh, the the designer who came on the show uh, at the beginning yep, of the year, last January. Um, he nominated himself as asshole of the year. And then went out and got his friends to vote for him. I mean, we received over a hundred votes, and. Justin got almost half. What an asshole. <laughs> what an asshole. And they, there were people posting comments saying that he, he fed expired duck baby duck milk or duck milk to a baby to see its sweet infant tears. <laughs> Just some strange things. So technically, Justin LaSalle, according to the people, uh, is the asshole of the year. But really, I mean, Justin, no offense to you, buddy, but... I have a feeling that you don't qualify as what we think. Well, of because there's some people on the list that have really, really worked hard throughout the year to, to be a, to, to have some hard. real douchey impact on the city of Denver. Yes, including here in in our studio. Yeah, some we, of the yeah we've got some folks back in the sound sound booth that are raising their hands. So, so can we say that Justin is the is the reader's choice? Yeah, let's uh, or listener's choice. I, I guess I like that. Let's let's all right, Justin Lasalle, you are the listener's choice for asshole of the year. Congratulations, you are definitely there. Uh, and we need to decide on on who is ours uh, as the, our editorial. Okay, so pick. we have so we at the beginning of the show we named all of the various people from Tim Tebow to Doug Lamborns to people that we never Tom Martino, heard of. Corey Donahue, uh, Scott but, but we but we kind of have to narrow it down into a short list. So who's our who's our on our short list? Uh, I say the short list is Carol Chambers, Scott Gessler, Corey Donahue. Okay, I'm going to give Tom Martino a break because we've given him up. Whole lot of shit this year. Yeah, and I mean his, I mean his assholeness is like asshole of the decade. So <laughs> asshole really, of the decade, and, really and he just really doesn't have a lot of effect on people. I mean, That's true. He, ha yeah. he has very little impact. He's an irrelevant asshole. If if you're going to be an asshole, you have to have a lot of impact. 
Okay, and then so we have our three candidates, and so what what's going to be our criteria? We have uh, we have let's start with Corey Donahue. I mean, what are what are his asshole attributes, and and how has that impacted? His uh, his solipsism, his self-centered belief that him being loud and obnoxious and getting arrested is doing some sort of public good. Uh, that's that's the quality of an asshole that they they lack the ability to pay attention and see how their their actions are affecting other people. The one instance that stuck out to me was uh, this court case he's now involved in where he was in uh, Boulder at the Boulder Public Library and they were having uh, some some commission was having a hearing there. Using, utilizing one of the rooms, and he was being loud and disruptive, and uh, they asked him to to leave, and then he kind of said, uh, you know, pulled a hell no, I won't go. Owen was saying this was uh, impinging on his First Amendment rights, and doing all these things, and it's and it's it's that type of mentality, especially among so many lefty activists. It's just a bridge too far. Where where every the First Amendment doesn't cover your right to be disruptive, disruptive. In, in, a, in a public setting, and, no. and the courts, uh, you know, over the years have drawn that line, drawn That's that the distinction. Line. That but, is the line. And so, to me, his assholishness is like he's everything that's irritating and um, annoying about the Occupy protests in general, like right. the furthest caricature of who these people are. They're not serious people who want to go see change and, and, you know, are really affected by all the things that are, that they're talking about and are, are working toward that. It's a bunch of self-entitled assholes that just want to whine and, and, uh, you know, uh, hold the, hold the picket. Exactly. Okay. So, so there's Corey Donahue, Carol Chambers, I, the the cash for convicts thing that she offered she offered her her lawyers her her prosecutors uh, cash bonuses if they would bring conv- felony convictions uh, she said that's the purpose of her office you know if a police officer if a police chief were caught offering cash bonuses for police officers to uh, increase the number of tickets they were writing they would be in terrible trouble for it. So I can't – I don't understand and, and how the, a district attorney could be allowed to Well, and to this do is that. the real dangerous thing about Carol's Chambers where all of a sudden she's not this, uh, you know, arbiter of, of the law and upholding the law and interpreting statutes and seeing what things people can and should be charged under. She's really taking this, this activist role where she's going out there and personally trying to clean up the streets by influencing her – uh, DAs and and holding different. Um, I, what, what's interesting is when you see her conviction rates compared to all the other DAs in Colorado. Uh, there's another great story uh, written by Alan Prendergrass over at Westward about her use of what they call the law, a law that has been nicknamed the Big Bitch. This is a law that allows DAs to really, really throw the book at certain people that they can deem habitual offenders, habitual criminals. Right. And but what you're seeing is that some of these people who are just these petty criminals, right, just because they've, you know, they've probably done some bad things, but then they get a few shoplifting convictions and all of a sudden she's, uh, you know, she's throwing them in jail for years and years and years, uh, costing the taxpayers a lot of money. So it's, it's that it's that that to me really is what is the mark of an asshole. And, and then finally, Scott Gessler, uh, Colorado Secretary of State, who's. Who's done such a I'm um, such a wide variety of very bizarre things, trying to suppress voters uh, at the ballot box and well, and, and he started off the year. There was a controversy over him moonlighting, essentially still getting paid from his uh, former law firm, which he worked as a conservative Republican election lawyer, and uh, and then and then going out and uh, holding a fundraiser to help pay off some Republican uh, Republican Party 
fines that were received for for campaign donations while he was in office. Uh, there's all there's also a few other things because I mean there's there's really a hand you know several different things that he's been involved with uh, that have raised eyebrows. But another one of them, the most recent one, is his effort to raise the actual threshold for some of these certain groups that want to. Um, uh, whole political causes or campaign, he sort of raised the limit. So now, instead of if you raise two hundred dollars, you have to still file these reports that show where you're getting the money. Now he wants to raise that to uh, to five thousand dollars from two hundred to five thousand to fi- five thousand dollars. Now I can raise up to five thousand dollars before I actually have to go and file these reports to make that public record about who I'm raising my money from. Kind of a small thing, but still uh, has raised a lot of hackles among a lot of. Um, people that are concerned about uh, public disclosure of uh, political financing. I know Vanessa, uh, she, she our said, other co-host. Our, our other co-host, she said uh, that she would she would pick Scott Gessler. Scott Gessler would be at the top of her list. I know Joel Warner. Joel was for the fiberglass anus of, of El Diablo. Um, the so, Denver police. Uh, or, or the guy who stole uh, Josh's bike from 17th of Broadway at 2 p.m. on a Saturday. And I think that was probably Josh's. That, that that's Whoever probably Josh's bike. choice. Yeah, um, so I'm, I don't know. What do you say, Ron? I say Scott Gessler. I, I, I do too. And, and here's the thing. It's that even though uh, Carol Chambers' assholishness has, has you know, probably had a bigger impact, especially on some of the people that she's uh, affected through the legal system, but that's really been extended over her entire tenure, which goes her entire multiple career. years. Uh, Scott and, and Gessler— it's, it's, feasibly within the realm of what her job is supposed to be. She's supposed to convict people. That's, yeah, it, that's it, what she it's does. Scott Gessler's constant concentrate of bullshitness. <laughs> like if you have like the laundry detergent that's even right. more concentrated, right. that's Scott Gessler and he's done it. He's done an extraordinary job just in this year and I've seen quotes from him saying, "Well, you know, this is the reason why I I took this job. I I ran under this uh premise that I was going to shake up the system. I, you know, have very very clear beliefs about the way election law should be applied and i'm not going to 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 back down from a fight and so he's been doing that so scott gessler colorado secretary of state asshole of the year 2011 congratulations scott Uh, we'll be sending you a certificate with a photograph of l yes all right thank thank you julian that's our studio can i can i say one thing about the uh photo that we have online of the uh, the Mustang's anus. Yes. I actually, you, that's, that's sort of a viral photo now. It's going all around, but I'm actually the one who took that photo. Did you ah, know that? I, had no I was idea. out there however many years ago, 2008, 2009, when they actually had the grand unveiling of it. You know, the, then Mayor John Hickenlooper was out there. Uh, the family of the late artist Luis Jimenez was out there. I had a camera and was taking all types of different angles. And when I saw that, the, the rear of that horse, People can only see it from when they're driving on Peña Boulevard. You don't know when you get up close. That thing is like the size of a hubcap. <laughs> like Luis Jimenez, the artist, I mean, he went out of his way to make it like just puckered and it's just they, like veiny. forming it, veiny. It's... And it's, it's like an angry, angry anus. So if you want to get literal, that is the biggest asshole in Denver. <laughs> Without a doubt. All right. Well. You want to you want to go for love and hate, or you want to? Yeah. How much time do we have? Are we are we out of time? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah whatever. Julian giving us the wave. All right. Let's let's go ahead and move on to love and hate. Uh, you have an end of the year love and hate. Well, I do, and this is this is something that uh, it's a hate, and it's something that's actually been concerning me lately. I think I might ha- be getting carpal tunnel of the thumb from using my smartphone too much. Oh. I've been having the, these these pains in my thumb area, but then it's like the same thing when um. 
when you complain about getting carpal tunnel from typing too much, where you get these pains like up in your arm, I'm getting it like up in my shoulder from using my smartphone <laughs> too much. And I'm so sorry, I've been having I've been having to do different things like um I've seen like, you post things on Twitter that saying this hurts while I'm it, doing it. It does. And I don't know if I, you have you ever stop. experienced this? Oh yeah, absolutely. The yeah. thumb pain. I, oh yeah, absolutely. I think this is going to be like the you know fuck diabetes. This is going to be like the major <laughs> health concern of Americans going forward. And I've even d- been doing things where I'll have to go uh, switch it up with my left hand, like go switch stance with my uh, yeah. with my smartphone. But um, I'm really worried uh, because if I can't you know be using if my you, phone anymore, if I can't tweet and text, what will I ever do? Yeah, so I'm worried. I hate that. <laughs> You'll, you, all right, well, Frank. All right. So do you have a lover? Look, folks, uh, we are going to start up a charity line <laughs> yeah. for this new – we're going to start a foundation. At the very I least, I might have to get one, one of those, like, wrist guards that you always see the, <laughs> the women, like, cash registers. Oh, oh. yeah. All right, we're, Moneymaker, we're going to be selling those. We're going to have them branded, Denver Diatribe. We'll have your special uh, smartphone yeah. wrist guard. Yeah. Okay, um, I have, I have a, a loving hate. Um, Linger, uh, the restaurant here in Denver. They're in Lohi. In Lohi, the the place that used to be in the Olinger, more, it, that's in the former Olinger's mortuary space, they they changed the sign. It's beautiful. They have uh, the love is for their patio, their their upstairs deck. Easily hands down the most beautiful uh, view, in my opinion, of downtown Denver. It's just majestic at night. It's got heater heaters up there. It's perfect. But here's the hate. I hate that they close it in the winter, and they uh, and Okay, and back to love. I love it because they did it because they don't want their waiters to get too cold. You know, they're doing it out of respect for their servers. So it's totally to... close. You can't even go out there. You could. Well, uh, we were there. We were there recently. We went up to the top so we could take a peek. But they're not serving. It's closed down. You can't go out there and hang out. They cool. they pull people out. They're doing it to take care of their waiters, which is really cool. But they won't even open it up for New Year's Eve. I mean, just one night, guys. Come on. I. It's just a shame that that beautiful space where you could watch the fireworks is not available. It's like Tim Tebow's virginity. It's just a a waste, people. <laughs> it's a terrible waste. Come on. Open it up for New Year's Eve, and I will be right there uh, buying drinks and uh, showing you love for it. So, all right. Well, anyway. So, well, that's about all the love and hate we have for this week. Uh, if you have something to say about today's topic, oh, wait, or, wait, 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 wait. Oh, Julian, oh, 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 Juli- oh, come on. No, oh, sorry. I, had a, I have a hate. Oh, okay. Bring it on, yes. Let's hear it. And it's um, the weather. There's no snow in the mountains. I yeah, right. We're in we're in opposite land. We've got 12 inches of snow and and dragon splooge on the ground yeah, it's, here. It's in snowed Denver. more in, in Denver, Denver, as you said, up in the mountains. Up in the mountains, there's yeah, nothing. We, yeah, I saw pictures of you on Facebook snowboarding, and you were smiling, but uh, probably that was before you actually <laughs> went up on the lift and came back down through the grass and dirt. <laughs> So, so uh, before we close out, I mean, we should say thank you to all of our listeners and all the cool people who've been helping us out in 2011. It was it was a great year. Yeah, th- yeah, thank you very much, everybody. We really appreciate it. If you have something to say about today's topics, uh, the asshole of the year, or you'd like to share of your little of your own love and hate, please leave us a brief message at 720-282-YELL. That's 720-282-9355. Each week, we'll pick our favorite messages and play them on the show. Uh our theme music is by the band Houses off their summer EP. You can subscribe to the Denver Diatribe podcast on iTunes and Google Listen. Say hello to us on Facebook or Twitter. For more information, check out our website, denverdiatribe.com. I'm Ron Doyle. On behalf of my co-host, Jared Jukang Mayer, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year. Uh,